He tried to kill me a fair few times Which I always thought was quite mean After Dave's rant last week about a release from White and Mackay that was all over the underground like a cheap suit, we thought it was only fair to give it a try. So this week we're tasting The Woodsman Blended Scotch Whiskey. And we regurgitate some more news from the wider world of whiskey in Booze Round. As always, you can find some more whiskey content, pictures, etc. on all our social media platforms. At Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And do us a flavour and give us a review as well. We haven't had a review in a while, so be that guy. Be that be that person. Tell us what you think. Be the bigger person. Tell us what you think. Be the bigger listener. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 74. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you, David? Not too bad, mate. Mate, this is very odd. This is very odd. Because I saw you earlier. Yeah, we actually saw... Yeah, I was down in London. I popped in to give you some dram. Plural. And now you're miles away again. It's very odd. I don't know why we didn't just do it together earlier. You know, I I was thinking that, but you know me. I I like the uh, surroundings of my bar and I have my setup. And uh, then afterwards, I can just relax. That's the thing. When we finish recording, that's when I'm like... Ah, and I can just sit on the sofa and have the remainder of the whiskey in my glass and just chill out. So that's why I like to do that. Well, but we uh, could record some episodes at the bar this weekend. We could, we could. When I'm coming up to Manchester, which yes. is very exciting. Yeah, come back to Nick's bar, everyone. Dave is coming I back. Have only seen it once? Yes, yes, I have. Only seen it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it in all its glory, though, all the, all the modern glory. Oh, yeah. With the shelves and all that kind of stuff, and the lighting rig and dram cam and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, I've not seen all of that. Yeah, but the thing is, you're going to, like, interrupt my flow, because, like, if you're going to be sat at the bar, I'm going to have to come up with a completely different camera or, you know, setup <laughs> and lighting, and get more lighting out. It sounds fun, everyone. It's going to look nice, but Dave's just <laughs> ruining everything, to be honest, by coming up here. I like this. We're just far away, and you know, just uh, you know, yeah. Edit right. him out. Okay. Yeah, hey, d- hey, Dave. One thing from last week. One thing from oh, last yeah. week. Um, turns out I have been to Vermont at least once, maybe three or four times. Um, <laughs> I was definitely there in two thousand and eight because I passed through it. Funny enough, like I said, from Montreal going down to um, I think Mansfield or Boston, Massachusetts. So I have. Was that when you were on the warp tour? That was a warp tour. Yeah. Um, but I think I did it on the holiday as well. But uh, there we go. There we go. I'm sure that's what everyone wanted to know from last week's show. Well, Nick, do, do, do you know what? Had Nick been to Vermont? I've I've been doing some thinking since the last week, and I can't believe, I still can't believe that that 30 cl bottle of whiskey was 300 quid. <laughs> yeah, well, I just don't believe it, Nick. I just don't believe it. Well, funny. What enough, was it? Dave, the Whistle Pig 12. But the listeners don't know about that because I edited that part out, Dave. So oh. yeah, the ten-year-old thirty CL, only thirty CL, two hundred and ninety-five quid. Oh wow! Oh wow! It, it, yeah, again, we need to try it. Last week I made a bit of a boo because I read um, Whiskey Exchange sell a Whistle Pig, um, Whistle Pig ten, I think it was, and it was like three hundred quid or something. But I read the three hundred centiliter as three hundred milliliter. Yeah. And I thought, that's expensive for us half a bottle. 
yeah, it wasn't. It was for three litres of the stuff. Um, so I cut that out of the show. But Dave obviously didn't listen to last week's show. <laughs> so he thinks Mate, it was I, in it. I, no, I, no, you're right. I, I, I'm brutally honest. I didn't listen to last week's show. Yeah, why edit. would you? You're but, in it. No, right. no, but I normally do. In fairness, I normally do because yeah. you normally do some really funny things. I've just been so busy. Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy right so now. It's very right. odd being being back. I will get round to listening to it to see if you've made me look stupid or not. Um, no, me, no, <laughs> no, never, never, no. never. Anyway, Nick, shall we? Uh, shall we crack on? Yeah, shall we crack on with some a, whiskey? It's going to be an interesting one. Cool. Let's do it. Right, if you listened to last week's show, you would have heard me rant about a poster I saw in the underground. Not just one poster, many posters mm. about this whiskey that we're trying today. Mm. Uh, so Nick went out and bought some. So basically the advertising worked. Whether it's positive or negative, <laughs> I've bought a bottle. Uh, <laughs> but will I buy a second, Dave? That's the question. Oh, that is, yep. Yeah, the, uh, the question. Sa- the Sam Simmons... Conundrum. Formula for success. Yes. Yeah, I've sold the bottle to leave told two to the same person. So um, what is it again? Tell it, me about it. It's called The Woodsman Blended Scotch Whiskey. And it's uh, a release from White and Mackay. In White and Mackay? White and Mackay. Go work that one out. It's because you used to live with a girl called Michelle Mackay that you say Mackay. But I think I would say it's Mackay. I used to date a girl w- whose name was Mackay as well. That's why I'm very firmly on the Mackay camp. Oh, um, Okay. Yes. I would have always said McKay, but I don't have a clue about pronouncing mm. basic words like the, let alone names, Scottish names. Yeah, the. Hmm? Um, <laughs> yeah, see, see. Yeah, no. yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, so we're going to be trying this Woodsman. And um, they are pushing the cocktail thing. So to be honest, today, while we're doing our little segment, we're going to be doing some booze round in a second. Um, but they've recommended a w- Woodsman and ginger beer cocktail type thing. So that's how I'm going to be sipping it throughout the booze round segment. I've got ginger ale. you got ginger ale as well. Is that the same thing, ginger beer and ginger ale? I don't know. No, it's not. Ginger beer is definitely not ginger ale. No, but I, I didn't couldn't find any. any ginger beer. Ginger beer is different. I don't know why it's different. But it is. Right. Yes. Let's uh, see this pop. Of course, you, you know, you get, a, you get a cork with this as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it does look like a nice bottle, doesn't it? I mean, it's got a wooden, wooden cork stop. Oh, it's yeah. quite it's a good squeak. It's a good quality squeak. Yeah, wooden wooden cork. It's got a nice bottle. Uh, it's like wood grain, like the rings on the bottle and stuff. True character is built by hand. Yeah. Okay. We'll get onto that, that. All that nonsense later. Yeah, because you're already winding you. me up about no, it. No, that's what so, I'm trying to. It's me trying to wind you up now. Before we get into booze round, Nick, I just want to like. I know it's very cliche at the moment. So how oh, isn't it great with socialising and all that kind of stuff again? But it is, isn't it? I don't drink alone. The only time I actually drink is when we're doing this at home, is when we're doing this. Uh, so I don't feel yeah. like I'm drinking at home. Uh, sorry, know. drinking alone in that scenario because it's a kind of a social thing that you and I are doing, even though I'm here alone. Yeah. Um. So I've got a load of whiskey, which I've not been drinking. And over the weekend, the bass player in, in my function band was staying at mine because uh, it was just easier and it was just so nice to get in from a gig and have a little nightcap. Yeah. I, I bet, man. Yeah, I know. It was really nice. It was so nice. Uh, we didn't drink, you know, we literally had two of the tiniest drams ever. But it was mm. just really, really pleasant enjoying some whiskey with a friend. What'd you have, Dave? What'd you crack out? Um, we tried, uh, I made him try the Bimba Club 
uh, offering, the mm. Pedro Jimenez uh, cask that, uh, finish that we Pedro had. Pedro Jimenez. That, w- that we tried with New Dram Drinker in an episode a few, a mm, couple of months ago now, maybe. Um, uh, yes, that was May. It was my birthday. And also the Gariana 4 release, the 2019 release, which we haven't reviewed on this show, actually, but we did talk about when, uh, when we had uh, Westland on. Mm. We had the five. We did um, have the five. But yes, but as I'm guessing it's very different. And they I are different. Side, they yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't put them side by side. Ooh. But yeah, it was, just, it was just really pleasant, mate. It was just re- such a nice... It was just nice. Have you been drinking any whiskey this weekend? Um, yeah, I went to uh, an engagement party yesterday, um, oh, op- yeah. open air, and uh, I was drinking cider and um, and stuff like that. I tell you what, before I get onto, yes, I was drinking whiskey because later on in the evening, the father of the to be bride um, introduced me to his whiskey collection, his whiskey cabinet, and it was oh, like. Dear. Ah, uh, it was like ah, uh, it was like the Ark or something. It was just like <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant yeah. that opened up, and it was, inside was, like, ah. was all. Like, was there loads of good stuff in there? There was loads of good stuff. There was like loads of Pendarins because that's his favourite. He's got like three unopened bottles of the same thing. Um, but there was other stuff like uh, a Yamazaki Twelve in there, um, which I had to save the cork out because the cork was broken. And uh, there was all kinds of nice stuff in there. So you and- saved the day. You whiskily saved the day. Do you see what I did there? That's very good. It's very good. I will say something though that did pop up on the on the uh, at the party. You can be a man or a woman and enjoy any drink. That's the that's the deal, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then why did everyone continually take the piss out of me for drinking Malibu Pina Coladas out of a can? Because apparently it's not a man's drink. It's like, it's like a feminine drink. Everyone was taking the piss out of me. I like rum. I like coconut, and I like pineapple, and I like pina coladas. I think that goes to show who you were ta- who you were with, mate. You wouldn't you wouldn't have had that reaction from me. Oh, I still love pina coladas. Everyone's like, that's that feminine drink you drink in there. Who gives so, a crap? I know that's what I said. It's all said in jest, of course. But uh, you know, but uh, it's just the thing. It's like, why can't a man just enjoy a pina colada in peace? Um, Do you know what I was actually listening to a podcast this week actually about beer? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Boutique guys did a podcast about beer this week. Oh, okay. Essentially, they were talking about craft beer because it's undergone a pretty similar discussion than what the whiskey industry went through last year after the Becky Paskin article came out about Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible. Oh. Um, and so craft beer is having a lot of conversation at the moment about gender uh, and just all round being good people. There was a big story break about Brewdog, for example, recently about whether they're being a nice nice to their employees, etc., etc. Um so there's a lot of conversations going around. And interestingly, that, that pretty much the whole of this episode was about that very thing, about how drinks are marketed to gen, to genders. And it's mm. like, what, why, why are they doing that? And a lot of companies now are trying to move away from that and trying to show representation that anyone can drink any drink. But it's still so ingrained in people. You know, at the end of the day, we are two white guys with beards drinking whiskey. <laughs> Yes. You're wearing a check shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like most people who drink whiskey look like us. It's 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 one of those things, isn't it? It shouldn't be that way, but it is, you know, and 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 uh, they were saying you go to a craft beer event and predominantly it's the same thing. It's, it's all check shirts and beards. Right. White dudes. But it's not that those other people aren't invited or welcome. It's just No, exactly yeah. right. But because of ingrained marketing that's gone on for years and years yeah. and years, people assume that certain drinks have a gender. 
It's like when you order, like when you go to a restaurant, if I were to order a bottle of uh, a glass of wine mm. uh, and my girlfriend would order a beer come the and then someone else, br- someone else brings the, b- the drinks over without knowing who's ordered what, guaranteed the beer will be given to me and the wine will be given to her. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I can see that. And that's because of in- inbuilt marketing and all that kind of stuff that's been going on for years. And, and yeah, there's conversations being had, Nick. I'm just saying, you know, and your friends need to wisen up. Well, they are. I know, I know. Man, if I, any of them I, are I, listening, I love a screw Colorado. you. No, not screw you. It was a, it was fun and games, but uh, but that was. But it shouldn't be. That's the thing. That shouldn't be a joke anymore, Nick. Shouldn't be a joke anymore. We should be past that. Would would the same people make jokes about women being in the kitchen? Uh, you're regretting bringing this up now, aren't you? You're no, regretting really. bringing this up. Well, you are very passionate about everything, Dave. They wouldn't, would they? They wouldn't make those jokes. And Probably, if they would, no, no, some someone would pull them up for about it and go, really? And 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 do you know what's interesting? There's a whole thing about toxic masculinity and men not being manly enough and, and that has a whole mental health repercussions as well so you shouldn't be making jokes you shouldn't be telling a guy you're not manly enough because you're not drinking a, a pint of strong beer or whatever go away go away if I want to have a pile, pineapple juice with, with some rum in a pink cup then let me do that I love a pina colada anyway I also love pineapple <laughs> on my pizza but, uh, so so do I. That's another. So do that's I. another discussion. Um, anyway, shall we? Uh, shall we move on to booze round? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do a bit of booze round. Of course, if anyone has any opinions on any any of this stuff, we'd love to hear them. And as long as as long as they align with mine, they're correct. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. <clears throat> What you got for me today? We we need to hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. What's that? Whoa, 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 Okay, right. Order has been restored. Nick, what you got for me, mate? We got a couple of stories from the booze sector of the world. I mean, in particular, whiskey-based, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course they are. Right, number one. We've only got a couple because, you know, it's Monday. It's always Monday. So if we recorded this podcast on a Thursday, would there normally be more booze? <laughs> now, to be honest, because I, I had to rush back from yours today, I'm only, I've only done a couple because I didn't have time. Oh, interesting. Well, we can do, do some another much. week, can't we? Yeah. The thing is right. with booze stories, they tend not to be too uh, hot off the press or... Uh, no. And usually... There's still, yeah. still news in, in three months, really. Yes, thankfully, because we usually do these about a week or two weeks after every other podcast that he tells people. <laughs> yeah. So, so there we go. Anyway, uh, yeah, well, well, that's that's why people are here. They're here for the current affairs, clearly. <laughs> exactly. Glenfiddich are using draft to power their trucks. You know, to save the planet and stuff, Dave. What's draft? Draft is the byproduct from uh, distilling, essentially. When you you grind up all your barley and stuff, and whatever grains you want to use, and you put that in the mash bill, then you cook it. That's when all the magic happens, all the science and all the chemistry, etc. But after that, when you drain off what's called the wort, which then goes and gets distilled, you're left with the essentially the porridge, really, the dry kind of remnants of the grains. 
and that's usually sold off as uh, like farm food. But turns out you can make a biofuel out of it. So um, Glenfiddich have converted some of their delivery trucks to be able to run on this low emissions biogas, um, which is pretty cool. I oh, I love this story. Yeah. I love this story a lot. This is a quote. I've put it in quotes. So it must be a quote. Um, <laughs> the biofuel is developed from spent barley grains, known as draft, within the industry. Usually these grains are pelletized, good word, um, and sold as high-protein cattle feed. That's everything I've just said, pretty much. Repeat myself. However, using an anaerobic digester... Liquid waste from the whiskey-making process is fed to bacteria in the digester to produce biogas. Oh, that's interesting. Um, that is converted into fuel. That's pretty amazing. cool. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Some yes. good words in that quote, Nick. Pelletized. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think I'd like to be pelletized. An uh, anaerobic digester. Yeah, no. Look at that. No idea what that is. But anyway. But uh, there you go. Feel the fire. Oh, again, I'll put a link to that. That's from a Forbes article. I got that. Um, I think you sent this to me, Dave. I did send it to you, in fairness, because yeah. I do like this story a lot. Mm. Um, I didn't read it. I read the headline and thought, oh, I'll, let, I'll send that to Nick. <laughs> and then he'll tell me about it later. <laughs> and then Nick will tell me about it. Because I thought, oh, this looks like a good story, because it's the kind of story I like. Um, yeah, well, it's cool. It, it proves, again, that like, it can be done. Um, yeah. That kind of thing can be done. It's pretty cool. And, and actually, uh, actually yeah. Nick, I'm taking credit for it. And I shouldn't do. Because you want to know who sent me that? One of our Patreons sent us that. Really? Yep, Carla. Thank you very much, Carla, for bringing you, that Carla. to my attention. Thank you, Carla. Uh, I think it's a good Forbes. story. It's a great um, story. Yeah. The, Nick, I've got... Marty's here. Marty's... Did you bring Marty... When you came round earlier, mm. did you bring Marty with you? Mm, uh, well, he might have, like, hitched a ride or something. Well, in that long mane of hair of yours, because he's right here. I... I mean, he's back. No, he's seen yeah. to you. I was so happy. Oh. <laughs> see, it's taken him... Can you see him? Yeah, I do see him. And it's taken him, like, however many months, like a year, to actually get down to London. That's where he's been. Well, he's no, been you, mass- you just brought him. That's why. No, 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 no. He wasn't with me. It's a complete coincidence. I disagree. New listeners to the show are thinking, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> what the hell is going on? When we first on? started this show, and it was lockdown, I, um... Nick had a pet. Well, I had one fly which wouldn't go away, and we named it. So it was my only friend because there was no one Marty around to talk Marty to. Marty the Fly. Back at the beginning of lockdown, there's no one to talk to. I just moved to Manchester. I didn't have any other friends. <laughs> and this fly came. And I, I literally, it was the only like other person I would interact with. So we'll now to go see anyone else. I like that you're calling it a person. Oh, well, that's nice. Anyway, anyway, have we got another story, Nick? Have you got another story yeah, for me? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a story. It's not really news, but uh, anyway, Johnny Walker's... <laughs> You're so enthused by both of these stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Like, well, maybe. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell the back you of my what mind. it is, but yeah. anyway, don't really back care. Back of my mind, and I've got to hear you rant for the rest of the show, so I'm kind <laughs> of about this, this whiskey. <laughs> yes, well, okay, we'll get on to that. Right. <laughs> Johnny Walker, um, their Prince's Street experience uh, now has an opening date. It's going to be opening on the 6th of September 2021. Pretty sure this was delayed a year because uh, it was meant to start last year, but because of the pandemic, couldn't, obviously. I think it was to celebrate their 200-year anniversary. They got pushed back a year. But yes, there's Johnny Walker experience. I've got questions. Where is Prince's Street? Edinburgh. Sorry, yeah, right. I should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so they've, they've got a new shop opening in, in Edinburgh, or is it more than a shop? It's more than a shop. It's experiences and stuff. Experience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you get tours and stuff, and they tell you probably the whole Johnny Walker backstory, and you get to taste stuff. Um, they've got something called the Journey of Flavor, um, which is a 90-minute <laughs> tour, including three drinks, and that's 25 quid. That's not bad for an hour and a half, just to uh, have a walk with around. Three, with three drinks. With three drinks. And um, for £35, you can take part in a sensory tasting in the Explorer's Bothy. What the hell is an Explorer's Bothy? Boothy? Bothy. Listeners, B-O-T-H-Y. Bothy or Bothy? Bothy. I've never heard that word in my life. Explorer's Bothy. Bothy. Yes. Um, single it's, Scottish, it's got to be a Scottish s- word, isn't it? You know, Do you know what? I'm going to Google it. Because Google I think, that. what is... While I tell the listeners the rest of this, single malts from Speyside, Highlands and Isla will be tasted as well as a lowland grain whiskey only available at the Johnny Walker Prince's Street, Edinburgh Experience um, and the Johnny Walker Black Label. There you go. If you want to take part, there's another, there's a special tasting in the whiskey maker's cellar as well and other things. And, and you can see like barrels. Oh, you can see the development of barrels over time. Anyway, that's 95 quid. Um, so yeah, a few options for people and they're taking bookings at the moment. Um, so that sounds okay, quite Nick. cool. I have a, a definition a from Oxford languages. So it must be true. In Scotland, it says, in brackets, a small hut or cottage, especially one for housing farm labourers or for use as a mountain refuge. Ah, it's a shack. It's a love yes. shack. It's a love shack. Uh, how to pronounce? <laughs> Bothy. 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 Bothy, apparently. Right. Explorers Bothy. Um, Bothy. Right, well, there we go. I've yeah. never heard Bothy. Bothy. I, either and I. See, we're learning all the words today. Pelletized. Bothy. Anaerobic digestion. <laughs> yeah. Still don't know what it means, but I've learned learned the words. You've learned what draft is. Draft, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That all um, the words, all of the words. Anyway, okay, well, that's I guess that's it then, isn't it, Nick? I guess that's what we got. Yeah, that's what we got. You know, well, we had a long chat at the beginning, so it's all good. No worries. No, it's I'm not complaining. Be a fun I, show. Think, I think it's great. I think yeah. it's great. We have to go to Edinburgh. Go oh, and, go don't. And have fun. Oh yeah, I can't wait. We'll to go, go to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh. Do you know what? I, I'm not excited. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it back. I'm not that excited by that story. <laughs> You're excited about going maybe to it? No, I'm not really sure because I'm not. Re- uh, Johnny Walker. You know, I know we had that good experience of Johnny Walker Green. Was it Green we had? That was all we right. had the Green. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was the, all right. Uh, the blended it, malt. Mm-hmm. But again, I'd as like we're going to get onto like Johnny stuff. Walker is all about marketing, oh. not about substance. God, and I think that leads us nicely <laughs> onto our next topic. That was Booze Round. Whiskey. Oh, right, here we go. All right, here we go. Right. This week's whiskey. See, I did it differently again, Nick. I'm just, <laughs> I told you, I'm just mixing it up. Decided I was too, too samey for the yeah. first 73 episodes. Keeping me on my toes, mate. Well, I'm, oh, exactly. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, as we said, the woodsman. <laughs> Well, let me say Blended. It. <laughs> well, I'm keeping you on your toes, mate. Keeping you on your toes, mixing it up. It's called well, the I'd Woodsman. Blended Scotch whiskey with no E, everyone. 
And we, uh, we found out about this because I saw an advertisement on the tube, as we said, as discussed last week. Yes. So um, Dave ripped into this last week, so we thought it was only fair to now taste it to see if we like it. Because that's what it's down to at the end of the day, isn't it? Whether it's a nice whiskey to drink and whether it's worth the money or lack of money. So yeah, we're going to try it today. Um, I've been sipping my cocktail here. Um, to be honest, I can't really taste the whiskey. Um, I didn't put much ginger ale in it. So I'm going to pour myself a dram. Yeah, I, I, I've also had um, a little bit of this cocktail and it does basically taste like ginger ale. You, you can't really... It's it's a nice enough cocktail. I quite enjoy it. It's quite refreshing. It's nice. I like, but I like device. to taste, taste the whiskey. I don't know. It hasn't really... Uh, it's, it's refreshing. It's fine. It's, ref- it's a nice drink. It's a very pleasant drink. It's a pleasant um, drink. As, as a cocktail. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Not really... Well, that's, that's one they recommended on their website. Um, it's it's uh, basically a woodsman and ginger beer. What do you think they called it on the website, Dave? I don't know. Redwood? They called it the woodsman and ginger beer. Um, <laughs> so whoever came up with that probably was the same person who came up with the name for their mailing list, which was Wood News. Um, oh, my God. As well. So, yes, someone needs, I don't know, just come up with something better. I came up with some other names for it. That could could work. Redwoods, Redwoods, pretty good. That's pretty good. I do like that one. Yeah, uh, the Ginger Woodsman, um, maybe. Nice. Um, yeah. Redhead Redemption. <gasps> oh, that's very good. That's oh. very very good. And as it's a woodsman, he might have an axe, and it's ginger beer. Uh, Gimli. The carrot chop. Oh, uh, yours is better. Like the carrot chop. <laughs> yes, uh, love that. So, um, woodsman, white Mackay. If you want to use any of those, uh, let me let me know. I, but, I think the Gimli also works. The Gimli? The Gimli, yeah. Is he a woodsman? Oh, yeah, he, he had an axe. Oh, wait, I'm getting mixed hair. up with that massive guy from Harry Potter. Hagrid. Yeah. Yeah, Hagrid and Gimli could not be any, <laughs> <get> any different. <laughs> they're both have beards <laughs> and they're both Scottish, is that right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Right, before anyway. we even get on to tasting this, Nick, or finding anything about it, I'm going to reiterate what I said last week, that this feels like... They've just. It feels like focus group whiskey. Now the, the the liquid may be good. It may be awful. We're about to find out. But everything about it just looks and smells like a group of people have got together and said, "How can we market whiskey to people who have beards and wear check shirts?" You yes. know, people who already drink whiskey. Weirdly, it's yeah. not. It's it's not marketing it to anyone who hasn't already liked whiskey. In my opinion. What does it say on the bottle, Nick? What's what's the quote around? What does it say at the top? Right on the on the main label, we have true character is built by hand. Okay, and then underneath it says made true, the woodsman blended Scotch whiskey. Um, true character is built by hand. Yeah, because what they're pushing right. here, that like, I looked at the website. Well, they're pushing the fact that the, the barrels basically. Um, on their website, it says stuff like um, freshly built American oak casks. Um, I'll go into this a bit later because and and double scorched bourbon barrels, stuff like that. So they're pushing the the wood aspect of this whole operation. But I'll share my views on that in a bit. What we got at the top here? The top it says blended Scotch whiskey. Uh, great barrels make for great tasting whiskey. We use a mix of freshly built oak casks and double scorched bourbon barrels, making the woodsman especially smooth, sweet, with a hint of smoke. Now, the thing is, though, Nick, none of that is none of that feels that unique. None of that feels that special. That's the stuff we expect, isn't it? Is that not what we just expect? So they're basically saying, "Here's how we make whiskey." 
Well, here's we're going to make it sound like this is really special. It's I, I've never heard anything worded like that ever. Like freshly built. Does that mean it's virgin oak? <laughs> freshly that's, built. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know when they're freshly building. And the one thing with this, what's the other thing? Double scorched bourbon barrels. That doesn't exist, kind of thing. What does it say? We tar our bourbons. We tar our bourbon barrels for twice as long as normal to add a hint of smoke. Now I'm just wondering when, because one there's like what is normal. Because in the whiskey industry, there's there's basically four levels of charring. That's what people say. Remember when I said, said last week that a whistle pig was really transparent and everything? Yes. This is the complete opposite of that, basically. Yeah. They had the char levels written on the back of the barrels and stuff. Who does? Who does? Whistle pig? Yes, whistle pig did. Um, whistle pig do. Right, t- okay. Yes, they, they, had the, they had the three um, whiskies in the blend and two of them, it showed what car. Well, all four, three of them, it showed what casks and two of them had level four char. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, we tar our bourbon barrels. But that's the thing, like normal people would say re- we rechar, but I don't think they're talking about that. I think they're talking about when they're originally charred, when they they were making bourbon, you know? We char our bourbon barrels for twice as long. But what, do they rechar them? Because that's not... Yeah, it's... It's yeah, so vague. It's, yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah, what yeah, they've come yeah. up with is a, is a load of slogans where it could mean absolutely anything and they could take any whiskey from their catalogue, from their uh, inventory, to make this and it would still make sense. Freshly built, what, are they taking staves and rebuilding them or what? <laughs> that doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. Freshly built. Are they virgin oak? Because yeah, because that's, the that's the term. They put virgin oak. Virgin oak. Yeah, that's the that's the industry term. So why why are they trying to reinvent the language? I don't. That yeah. therefore makes it really unclear for the likes of you and I and other people who drink whiskey regularly. But it, as I said, it just all feels like it's focus grouped. Yes, it just and feels thing, like that's very well right. If it's like if they're putting them back in the barrels or whatever. But this is a blended scotch. So. When would they be doing that? They're taking whiskies which have already matured, I'm guessing. Good point. Another good point. And then they're just vatting it together. So when are they using... This is this is where this all falls apart for me. Freshly built American... Co- like, yeah, at the beginning of when it was being made, but then pretty much this is any whiskey around. Any whiskey, yeah. And again, they didn't use a word like finished in freshly built casks or that kind of thing. So they've used a load of weird buzzwords and phrases to basically make a blend sound exciting. Which, again, I don't want to, like, shit on it. Again, these are people, this is a business, these are people doing their hardest to make a whiskey and to sell whiskey, and they're all very lovely people, I'm sure, White Mackay. Everyone's just trying to sell whiskey, and this is a way to maybe hit another demographic or, you know, another kind of audience for it, which I'm all for. But reading this, I'm just like, what the hell does that mean? Fine, there's other whiskeys which I can buy, and if this is nice, then, then fair dues. And we will see. But uh, yeah, for me, it's it's all very confusing. So e- even on a poster I'm looking at, the person who's wearing a check shirt has got a beard. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's me. <laughs> it just feels like they're, they're just trying to, desperately trying to get hipsters who don't understand the whiskey to drink this. Mm. And, and making it feel like, oh yeah, this must be good because of all those things. Wherein actually, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And this isn't new either, by the way. I know it's been around for at least two years. Right. Um, I found uh, reviews going back to the end of 2019. So, yeah, October. Oh, it says established 2017 on the bottle. But yeah, it's all a bit, uh, it's all a bit confusing. That aside, we now need to try and get all of our thoughts and our pre, 
condition, well, my, basically mine, my grievances with the marketing and how this has been put, like presented mm. aside and decide whether it's actually any good as a spirit. Because if it's good, it doesn't really matter, does it? If it tastes no. nice, none of that really matters. Well, let's look at the price other than as well and try and compare it with other things. Oh, okay. Well, what are we looking at here? Well, um, Whiskey Exchange has it for 31 35 but then I bought this for 25 quid in Sainsbury's, and I know it's £24 in Tesco. So, right, okay. a big, big difference there. But I'm comparing it. If, you to, if you're looking at, like, the £31, say 20, 25 to 30 quid, let's say it's there on average. Whiskey Exchange do the monkey shoulder for 27 75 That's a beautiful blended malt, you know? That's and a beautiful blended malt. Johnny Walker Black on the Whiskey Exchange is twenty seven ninety five. So that's what you're putting up against. We're not fans of Johnny Walker, but a lot of people are. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what was that Irish whiskey that we had? The uh, Samuel Gelston's? Yeah. I know it's an seems- Irish whiskey. Um, yeah, but you're looking at what's in the same bracket, aren't you? Yeah, it was 20, 25 quid, 20 to 25 quid. And that was beautiful. That blend was incredible. Yeah. So um, we, yeah, I mean, we've had this, in, we just had this in the Woodsman or the, uh, the the Carrot Shop, as we're now calling it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, great, good good cocktail. Like, if, this, if, they're, if they're having, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Very good. And I'm sure other cocktails could be made using, well, the same, you can do with any spirit, add something to it, it might, might bring out flavour. But as just on its own, I'm now having a smell. And do you know what? I like the smell of that, Nick. Yeah, I do. I really like that smell. If that was a scented candle, I wouldn't complain. I'd be quite happy with that. Oh, that's like a floral element to it. I'm definitely on the nose. I'm not getting this smoky side or or particularly woody. It's because it's just like every other Scotch. Yeah. They have like three tasting notes on their site as well. Smooth, sweet, hint of smoke. That's what they put. Uh, smooth and rugged, perfectly balanced whiskey. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, on, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the smell. That's, that's a really, it's, it is sweet. It is on the nose. It's certainly sweet. Uh, fruity, fruity with a, as you said, with a little bit of floral, floralness in there as well. With some flowers in there. I mean, a, a bit of heather. Yeah, absolutely. Again, oh, right. let me, let me go through what White Mackay have. Um, they're single malts, basically stuff they could pull from if they wanted to, because it's theirs. Uh, the Dalmore, Dura, Tamnavulin, Fetakaran, that's theirs. Um, they've got a one of Shackleton's them, this, the Woodsman, this is under their modern spirits, they call it. Uh, Shackleton. Shackleton's got a great reputation. Yeah. We um, haven't had it, but I've seen people say really good things about that. Yeah. And and um, let's be honest, Jura's great. Tam, Tamnavulin, people love that stuff. We've not done that yet, but people, apps, I know people yeah. who love that stuff. I've only had one. I've had the uh, red wine finished Tamnavulin, which I picked up in G3 once, and it was nice. It gave me a headache, like all red wine stuff does, but uh, it was nice. All right, I'm going to get my lips around this, Nick. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. It's all right. It is sweet. It's 40%. Definitely getting everyone. Getting cola bottles. I'm not getting much smoke, Nick. Are you getting any smoke? Not really. Um, maybe a bit of ashiness. You know, that, mm, on the finish. A bit tiny, of ash. Yeah, tiny. It's very light whiskey. It's, it's really not, light. I mean, yeah, I mean, mouthfeel. It's very, <clears throat> it, reminds me, it reminds me of that non-alcoholic one we had. I was just thinking that the same as, as well. What was that Absolutely. called? Absolutely. Uh, liars. Uh, liars, yeah. Yeah, same mouthfeel as a non-alcoholic whiskey. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It feels like we've already put water in it, doesn't it? But that may be because I've been drinking stronger stuff recently. I don't know. It's 40%, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's quite pleasant. 
Got quite a burn in it for 40%, though. Is it perfectly balanced? I mean, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Is it smooth? Well, the mouthfeel definitely has a buttery vibe to it. So, yes, I would say so. Tell you what I've done as well, Dave. I Because I saw it there today. I bought, I've got a standard white Mackay. Oh, have you? Yeah. I've got this uh, 35CL for £8. Wow. Um, so the 70CL of white Mackay is, I think I saw it as £14. So essentially this whiskey we're trying, the Woodsman, is twice as much money as the white Mackay. Should, should be twice as good. Should be twice as good. Should be twice as good. So. <laughs> Obviously not, but. Yeah. I'm just going to see how similar there are. Massive colour difference already though. Uh, the white McKay darker, I'm guessing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's much. Look at the amber. See, this is yeah. the white McKay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. Yeah, the white McKay is much darker. So at least they've not just rebranded. Well, maybe that. Maybe it's because of colouring rather than stronger nose on the Woodsman. It's got a thicker mouthfeel. The white McKay. White McKay. It feels more expensive in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of my first time. <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> I don't have the most educated uh, tasting set in my mouth. What am, I, what am I even saying, everyone? It's all right, isn't it? It's just all right. It's okay. Is it rugged? No, I wouldn't say it's rugged at all. No, uh, the bottle is. It's got a good, nice rugged uh, top to it. But I wouldn't say the whiskey is rugged. Well, that's is just it- a marketing term, isn't it? Exactly, but it doesn't mean anything. As we said, perfectly balanced whiskey. What does that mean? Well, tell you what, this is a good present for someone. Like, it's a cheap pickup present, maybe. Someone who kind of likes whiskey, but doesn't I think know too it's much pretend- about it. it's not a bad gateway, is it? I mean, it, if their market is people who haven't had whiskey before, who who are thinking about trying it, yeah, then actually this is a fairly decent way in, isn't it? Because it's not offensive in any way. No. And as well, because it's Woodsman, I was thinking about this today, because what came with it around the top, they're, they're doing competitions to win a Weber barbecue, right? <laughs> so and it's barbecue based. Yeah. But that's the thing. Woodsman, right? It's not like a, like gin might be like, they push it a lot in the summer because it's kind of maybe a summery drink. But a Woodsman, that's all year round, isn't it? They could do a Christmas yeah. style Woodsman and they can give away, I don't know, a, a, an axe or something or a Christmas tree or anything actually relevant better ideas than that um, <laughs> but yeah in the summer wood barbecue boom it's something they can yeah. market all year round isn't it as well so it's not bad is it worth 25 quid I wouldn't say it's not worth 25 quid no I, I, yeah I'm standing I'm standing by what I said it's just non-offensive it's it's not it's not any extreme in any way towards one particular type of flavour no. And that, that doesn't mean it's bad. In, in in that sense, it's not bad. It's just it doesn't have a wow factor in any department. Not really. It's a pretty bottle. Um, but if, you, as I said, if you know someone who's trying to get into whiskey, then this is potentially a gateway. You can see a path from this to Jura. You can see a path from this uh, to some sherry cask whiskeys, finished whiskeys. Ah, tell you what, that's where the heather's coming from. The Pete, the Jura, they have Heather on the island. Use Pete. Oh, there you go. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, they have the, the Pete has Heather because they have all the Heather bushes and stuff. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, I, 
Sorry, carry on. I, this, this would actually, if you were to give me this in a, in, and again, I'm trying, I'm trying to do this review as if I'm not really annoyed with the marketing. <laughs> I know you're really not. Uh, and I'm trying to be as on it. I wonder if you'd give me this in, as a, as a, as a taste test, as a blind taste test, what I would have said. And I think I would have said the same. It's just not blowing me away, but it's not horrendous, and it's a good gateway. And yeah, I mean, I was looking at their it's portfolio. It's a little bit sweet. Yeah, I mean, you got those four single malts. I said Dalmore, Dura, Tamnaville, and Faircairn. I was just trying to see because you got the White Mackay, which is a cheap blend. This is basically a step up. It's a step between your blended White Mackay and your single malts. Yeah, okay. Or your Shackleton. So they're they're trying. That's to f- the way I see it. They're fitting it in in the gap. Yeah, they're, they're filling a gap in their repertoire. Yes, that's what it is. And it's a fun gap about a woodsman, which is fine. It's a, it's a nice whiskey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not bad at all. I quite enjoy this white Mackay as well. Um, yeah, they're not that much different. Hang on, let me let me pour a fresh bit of this. I'm getting more aroma. Otherwise, you could save your, You could buy two bottles of white Mackay for the price of this. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If they're pushing the cocktails because actually the... The spirit isn't hasn't got a wow factor on its own, so therefore it, it's going to enhance a cocktail well. Yeah. Well, everyone's pushing the cocktails. Jameson are doing a cocktail. Everyone's pushing the. Yeah, cocktails. but how much is a pi- but how much is a bottle of Jamesons? It's about the same. It's same cheaper price. than this, isn't it? Yeah, same yeah there thing. you go. But the thing is, we, uh, granted, we've had one cocktail with it. It doesn't have a strong enough character to stand out within a cocktail to make you still aware that you're drinking a certain type of whiskey within a cocktail. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'll tell you the difference. I think that with the difference between White Mackay and it, again, the word, but the Woodsman is a bit smoother. You're getting less of a, the ethanol. There's a bit more ethanol kick in the White Mackay for me. Yeah. So perhaps a bit younger, a bit more grain, this, that, and the other. Yes. But that's a theory. But um, yeah, same kind of taste. A bit more floral on the Woodsman and um, a bit smoother in terms of the ethanol. So, yeah. yeah. For me, the, the real surprise here is that mouthfeel. It does feel like it's watered down. Like when we've had nice, oh, when we've had be. expensive, wind. yeah, and it's probably chill filtered, and it's probably got colouring it. Um, so that's the what this it is very sweet. Is. It's really sweet. Would you buy this over a monkey shoulder? No, I wouldn't. So I, I wouldn't would. either. I don't think I'd buy a monkey shoulder all day if it was. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. And they're the same price, pretty much. Yeah, I, I was going by whiskey whiskey exchange if, prices because I've, I've got time if to look I up saw this on offer for under twenty quid, I would definitely get a bottle. Yeah, you know it might be as well because if you're thinking twenty four quid, because I pick up like Buffalo Trace, it's usually like twenty four twenty five, and Tesco do it for eighteen quid, and I'm like, yes, thank you very much. And this is their base price for this is twenty four. So on offer, club card, this is going to put that under, isn't it? At least twenty or nineteen or something. So yeah. That's that's a good little um, every day. Good whiskey for that, yeah, exactly. But the thing exactly. is now because there's so many offers and going on, I never buy Buffalo Trace full price. I just don't do it because I know I can get it cheaper. Yeah. Um, you know, in in the twenties, eighteen quid. It's the same for this. I won't buy this probably again unless it's on offer. You know? Yeah, but but you would buy a second bottle, which again I need the offer. But yeah, I would. I'll buy. I'd buy a second bottle if I was uh, needing an, like a every day. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that- do you know what? That I think I think that's that's right. If 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 I saw it on offer and I knew I had a gap in my stores mm. for a cheap everyday a whiskey or a whiskey to just have around or, or whatever, then definitely I would I would happily pick this up. But I'm yeah. not. It wouldn't be one I would rush to pick up. But you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the uh, the advertising's worked. 
on you. You noticed it. That's the whole whole point. Of well, it. it's got us talking, isn't it? So, uh, you know, a good a good advertisement gets you talking, mm. and that's what this has done. I, I wouldn't have tried it unless you brought it up. To be honest, I've, I have picked this up a couple of times. I think, but I remember thinking, there's like there's absolutely no uh, information on the bottle because now I know about whiskey a bit more. You want to know more about it? Well, I just know the pitfalls where I just know there's no information on here. Therefore, anything could be in it. And it's probably just a branding thing. I'll quickly move on to something else, you know, with a bit more information on it. But yeah, I have picked up a couple of times. But um, again, it didn't make that much of an effect on me to actually pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. I think that's a fair review, actually. Very fair fair review. Yes. I think it's important that we did try it because I did cane the market in. I think you then do have to, at the end of the day, as we said, all of that stuff is nonsense if the spirit's no good. And at least the spirit is good. Yeah. and Not amazing. Uh, nice people at White and Mackay just trying to sell some whiskey and they've, yeah, they've exactly. put it in a, in a certain bracket in their portfolio, which is absolutely fine by us. And uh, yeah, so there we go. Yeah. Um, if you've tried it, let us know what you think. Yeah. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Next week is episode 75. Three quarters of a century, Nick. Three quarters of a century. End of a season, if we did seasons, but we just carry on. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so, so we have a pre-recorded show. We actually did it a few weeks back, didn't we, Nick? We did with an audience of our fantastic patrons um, who joined yes. us drinking a whiskey and uh, made cocktails and stuff. And yeah, it was, it was lovely. It was we a lot of fun. Yep, and uh, of course we try and do these once every 20-odd shows, so 25 shows, So, uh, as well as other goodies. So if you'd like to be involved in our Patreon community, please head over to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. And we'll be sending our patrons a little goodie soon as well. Something, something new. Yeah, we're working on stuff. We've got some stuff coming up. Something, something physical, something for you to hold in your hands. Actually hold in your hands, everyone. It's not yes. virtual. We're not sending you a, a JPEG. Yeah, also, uh, obviously, Nick and I are home to be together this weekend, or should be together this weekend, all things uh, remaining as they are. And uh, we're going to be recording an episode where we're going to be finally getting around to doing our Shivers blending sets together. Yes! No idea idea when that's going to actually see light of day, Uh, but if you've got one of these blending kits, or if you haven't got one of these blending kits, perhaps go and check them out, because I've been looking forward to getting involved in this for quite a while now. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, we've got um, yeah, good few guests as well coming up in the next few weeks. Um, oh, 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 Nick, there's something else we need to talk, talk about. Okay. So, there is something we need to talk about. The Whiskey Show. Oh, yes, we're going. Everyone. We're going to be there on a Sunday, yeah. and we will be there virtually in the virtual stuff, various points throughout the week. But we yeah. will be in London on the Sunday, and we'd like, if anyone else is going, please let us know. If you haven't uh, looked at this up Nick I'm sure we'll put in a, a link in the show notes it's the first weekend of October yes. uh, starts on Friday the 1st of October and uh, the physical show is Friday Saturday Sunday and then the virtual show which runs alongside that also goes on until the 9th the next Saturday um, so yeah so I'm sure there'll be plenty of people who you you would have perhaps already met on this podcast people like Billy Abbott and uh, Julie Hamilton and the, and the boutique guys, Dave and Sam. I'm sure. Chanel, I'm sure, we're gonna, sure Chanel will sure, be there. Chanel will be there. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people there that we know, and we hope to meet some, uh, make some new whiskey friends as well, which will be quite nice. It's going to be lovely. Ah, oh, I cannot wait. I cannot I mean, wait I'm to so get a excited. physical space with the people Other we've people been talking to for a year and a half as well. I know. Yeah, 
I can't wait. I cannot wait to do it. I'm genuinely really excited because for us, we started this in lockdown and we haven't, we've been to one distillery and we're planning to set any other, but, and maybe you go to a whiskey bar and you can chat to like the barman, but it's only happened like a couple of times really, because now we but work we, at the weekends. And yeah, um, we're going to a whiskey show. Whiskey show. A whiskey, the whiskey show, not a whiskey <sighs> show. The whiskey show. Uh, old Billingsgate. So yeah, yeah, looking forward to that very much. So, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, so look, um, come say hi if you're going to be there. But we're going yeah. on a Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be, yeah, as Nick said, it's all weekend, but, you know, uh, we work at weekends now, so at least we can make <laughs> yeah. one day. I've got a gig on the Saturday, that's why we couldn't go then. So there yeah. we go. Anyway. Cool. Right. There we go. So uh, we'll be back with an up-to-date live show in a couple of weeks, probably. Um, not live show, you know what I mean. But next week is a pre-recorded one, so uh, yeah, enjoy your couple of weeks off, Dave. And, uh, you think? Yeah. Well, not I'll really, because I'm going to be no. recording with you on the weekend. <laughs> I'll see you this Saturday. <laughs> and oh. if anyone is in Manchester this weekend, look out for Nick and I on on, uh, on Friday night. We're, we're, we're playing a gig together. We are. The Oast House. The Oast House in around. the centre of Manchester, everyone. Along I'm with down. our friend and podcast figure ruiner, Danny <laughs> Gruff. Yeah. Oh, now you've mentioned him. That's it. This, this episode's over. Quick. Oh, yes. Quick. Oh, hopefully oh, hopefully well, well, people haven't listened this far. Yes, Quick, let's yes. round it up. The Daniel's had, had his share, Nick. Danny's had his share. <laughs> so have so you. Have you. So have you. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. <laughs>